Here we are. Good evening, Melrosians the world over. I'm Tom Catalini. I'm Sam Hammer. And I'm Tom Shampoo. And this is Let's Talk Melrose, Melrose. It's a show where Melrosians talk to Melrosians about Melrose. Isn't that right, Tom? It is absolutely 100% correct, Tom Catalini. Thank you for pointing that out. I appreciate that. <laughs> well, like well we got to set the ground rules. We okay. have to make sure that, you know, there are boundaries. <laughs> we don't just talk about anything. And you know what I mean? This is, uh, this is for special. It's for Melrosians. But you can be anywhere in the world. As a matter of fact, we have people tuned in from Costa Rica this week. We have Costa Rican visitors tuning in. Yeah, we're worldwide. So we are, uh, Absolutely. Anyway, that's how it rolls. But uh, speaking of worldwide, it's also a special time for the United States of America. Just celebrated our birthday there on July 4th, Independence Day. Uh, who was in or out of the zip? What did, what did you do? Sam, where were you? Um, I was with Tom on the 3rd of July. <laughs> oh, lucky Tom, you. Tom lucky Tom you. Tom, Tom Champ. Shampoo. Um, we, uh, there were like three families that went out to Spectacle Island. Three families and a Dave Martin went to Spectacle Island <laughs> for the day. And it was great. We ate. We we swam. We snoozed. We hiked. It was we, fantastic. Did, did you get uh, new glasses? Spectacle Island. Hey! Uh, I, I like, gotcha. No, it um, we did not, but it is. It's a it's a great, great, great thing to do. Go into the Boston Harbor, hop on a boat, and head over to one of the islands. We did spectacle, as Sam pointed out. But there's a bunch that you can go out there to and hang out for the day. They have food. This day we were there, which is July third. We they had music playing, uh, some jazz, and a, a singer. Um, it was a great. Day. I had a lot of fun that day. It was nice. It, it was, was a nice. gorgeous day. And then um, we all came home and could. Uh, Missed each other already. We got together and uh, had dinner. <laughs> yeah, so we did. it was the best third of July um, in a long time. Yeah. What about nice. you, Tom? You, so, you were out. Oh, uh, went you up. You were to, away. Went up to yeah. Maine. Yeah. Left the zip. Left. Uh, left in the dark of night. Thursday night before the uh, before the big weekend. But uh, stumbled back home on the fourth. So it was one of those weekends where, with the fourth landing, you know, on the Monday there. We did all our stuff and then came back home. It was nice to be in Melrose. Um, and we're not big firewalk, fireworks watchers. Right. So uh, we didn't have any agenda that night. Although I, I'm just learning that there were fireworks in town. Is that true? Oh, my gosh. Yes. I I, at, at Bellevue, I don't know what day it was. It may have been later in this last week because I we, maybe it was this weekend, I think. But we can ask Mark, uh, okay. our guest coming on. Um, but I why, do why weren't they on the 4th of July? I don't know. I okay. We wow. can ask him that too. But I have to figure out how to get on this Bellevue invitation because uh, it looks amazing. Well, you have to be a member of the club. Uh, I guess that's true. Bellevue, yeah. uh, but our neighbors, non-members, uh, can't look it to the sky. They no. have to avert your eyes, <laughs> yeah, non-members. Yeah. But I heard you could see them from Russell Park. Like that's oh, how wow. big they were. Yeah. Wow. wow. I just figured that was shampoo shenanigans in the neighborhood. You know, That's yeah. what I thought when I hear those noises in the middle of the night. Figures <laughs> <laughs> out there wrestling a coyote or something. Yeah, no kidding. Huh? Uh, I went up on Monday, the actual fourth. I went up to New Hampshire for the afternoon, saw my folks and some and some uh, siblings, and then 
snuck back into town and hung out. Actually, it was a quiet night. So yeah. Anyway, uh, so that's it. And then we had a week off. So a lot's been going on, I think, right? What, yeah. what else has been going on with, with our one-week hiatus? Uh, I wanted to quickly mention congrats to the Broken Leg Productions for like a fantastic show. I was did not want to know what to expect with the Drowsy Chaperone last weekend with their high school college uh, performers. Yeah. It was out of this world amazing. Okay. Like the immense amount of talent, and then of course our Jackson Cerise are, uh, was hilarious, out of control. It was so incredibly good. So um, we'll talk about the next. There are two more shows coming up. Um, and the rest of the summer we'll talk about in a little bit. Um, but also, I got a bill in the mail. Oh. Hmm. Um, to Let's Talk Melrose Melrose. It does have Jen's name <laughs> on it, so I can just pass it over to yeah. her. Um, for... They went to the rational one for all for <laughs> yes. the, for the important stuff. <laughs> oh, if you want to get stuff done, you send it to Jen. They yeah, yeah. You send it to Jen at my address. Uh, yes. somebody, somebody will answer. <laughs> um, but we got our bill to pay our chamber dues. What do you think? Signed Stephanie Nelson. Wow. Stephanie Nelson. Well, I think, gee, that's a great question. I think we ought to put a poll out there and see what, uh, what people, <laughs> what's your answer, everybody? <laughs> Or um, maybe how many maybe. meetings did you go to last year? Yeah, I mean, it's right. a great organization, but I'm not really sure why we so, joined in the first place. So here's the thing is they don't really have meetings. They have networking events. So okay. they have four, right. with four signature community events and multiple uh, networking events. But I would love to go to some chamber meetings. Like I know the board meets, but I want to. I want to get into those meetings. What's I, on like, your agenda for the for the chamber meeting that you're uh, t attending in your know. mind? It's TBD. Why don't we have Stephanie come on and pitch us? <gasps> oh yes, yes. right. That's... I'm sure she's oh, watching. I'm sure she's got a PowerPoint. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's a great idea. Yeah, I'll book her. It, it, would, right. it would be good to hear from her perspective what's going on in the chamber okay. these days. What's new and, and different anyway. Nice. All right. Okay. We ready to move on to the news? Yes, we should move on. <laughs> Never gets old. Never Where gets is left. Jen? My goodness. She landed out today. Out of the zip code. What's that? She just landed today. Um, she did. Yep. Back so on terra firma? Yes. Uh, welcome home, Jen. If she's yes, watching. Yes, welcome. So I guess who else has landed? I'm, of course, I follow every tweet from Mike Karaji, uh, like most people in Melrose do. And uh, not so long ago, he said, Melrose people, I believe you will have a new patch reporter in two weeks. And then on July 9th, he says, give your new friend, uh, Dakota Antelman, a follow, which uh, we did online. And so hopefully we'll have some some uh, patch news reporting kind of ramping up in town. That's exciting. Ooh. That is exciting because uh, people should not re be relying on us for any news whatsoever. <laughs> but, and we rely pretty much exclusively on the Melrose Weekly now, which has been doing a great job. They have been. They have been. Although, what, you know, one thing not uh, covered in the in the news or on the community page was this this uh, this announcement that came out late Friday. So I get all the alerts from City yeah, Hall. Yeah, sure. And then uh, we got one after hours on Friday about uh, it was recently brought to my attention that a video was filmed by an organization visiting Melrose municipal areas. Employees allegedly made homophobic and other inappropriate comments to members of the public. And it goes on and on. And at this time, one of the individuals uh, involved no longer works for the city and another individual has been put on administrative leave. So this kind of ominous announcement comes out. 
uh, late on Friday, and it's been hard to get any follow-up information on that, although um, somebody did share with me the videos in question, which gave me a whole different perspective than uh, this announcement just sounded like it was, you know, kind of like a rogue employee acting bad in the, in the, in the purpose of their job. And then you see these, uh, these, these YouTubers and it was very, uh, I, I, in my personal estimation, not a good faith effort to quote unquote audit uh, city employees. It seemed to me to be quite antagonistic and their yes. whole point is to, is to go out and get people in trouble. So, you know, I'm trying to, I'm trying to get the full picture here and this is probably a story that will go on uh, for a while, but it, it seems like two, you know, two wildly different windows into, into whatever happened. And right. uh, yeah, I don't know. So I, 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 I read that statement a little differently after I had seen that video. Yeah. I watched the videos too. And one of them is almost an hour long. So it was, there was a bit of a story there. Um, I'm with you, Tom. I do feel like it was antagonistic. And I think it's intentionally antagonistic. And here's what I was kind of reading between the lines, if you will. Um, the two people, the, the, the YouTube channel talks a lot about police state and, you know, having living in a police state, all of that kind of stuff. And the, what, what occurred to me was, I mean, it's kind of a straight line uh, attempt at their effort to prove that they are right. What I mean by that is to go out into, this, into a community, point a camera at people, and be jackasses about stuff and, and, and incite people into things so that they become upset and so they may call the police. And then they get to say, look, another example of a police state. The police show up and just bother me. Here I am, Joe Citizen. So it is, it is intentionally antagonistic, and it really is kind of annoying to me watching it and realizing that, A, the guy's lying through his teeth. Uh, I don't do this to antagonize people. Yeah, you oh, yeah. really do. Yeah. You do. It's yeah. all you're doing is antagonizing people. And I was also confused as to why, like, why go to the DPW? It's a weird place to just show up with a camera. They're just and, looking for trouble. Right. Yeah. It's such a strange thing. Anyway, so I felt like it was it was too bad. The whole thing was just a just too bad. So I didn't I didn't get to watch all of it, but I did see part of the one with the the meeting. And the only thing going through my head is like, I'm not sure why these guys got a meeting so quickly right. or why it, the timetable seemed to be driven by these folks with the, with the, the YouTube camera versus yeah. the city, you know, uh, having a better process and maybe being a little bit more protective of their staff. So, you know, yeah. you see this announcement come out on Friday and it's like, Oh, we had some bad employees that were taken care of. I watched this video and I'm like, I don't, I think the city did them a disservice. Well, yeah. So I, I, I'm sorry to cut you off, Sam. Uh, were you going to say something? Please go ahead. <laughs> I oh, try to get in between oh, times. <laughs> I have. I, uh, go ahead. You know, I'm going to underscore everything you both have already said. I have no disagreements uh, yet. Um, to me, it was um, as a a, a public uh, somebody who works in public service now and having been a municipal employee, um, it was jarring, and I. I um, I really felt that if I had been in that situation, I would have been extremely vulnerable and feeling um, right. that I was being terrorized. So right. yes, you have your First Amendment right to be videotaping in in public on public uh, uh, in the public sphere, but I also have my First Amendment right to not be videotaped. Yes, and that I wish Thank you. I had watched. I didn't, I've never met. Um, I think her name is Polly, our HR director. I'd never met her in person, but her stamina for staying there um, uh, for as long as she, she did 
Um, I wish it would have been shut down earlier. She did not need to be videotaped for that long watching his video. I, I just wish it had, there was some intervention that could have shut it down. Not to, and I do want to just point out that the comments that were made um, were extremely disappointing. Yeah. Um, but um, I am wrong. also extremely heartbroken by um, one of our neighbors, Melrosian, and somebody who works for the city having their um, their face, at least, um, on YouTube now. As And this is like being attached to this, uh, to this incident, the scandal. Um, so that also breaks my heart. So it's just um, another moment where our hearts are broken in Melrose for, uh, for being in spaces and getting on the news in ways we don't want to. You know, one of the things that occurred to me watching the videos as well was it's gonna be new territory, legally speaking, for the First Amendment. It, this, it, it feels like new territory from the standpoint that, as you just pointed out, I have a right to not be put live on TV. So immediately live. So just real quick, Tom, before you get into that, what if you are, for example, uh, a victim of some sort of abuse, domestic abuse or something else, and you moved away to live somewhere else quietly and be removed from the situation, and then someone allows you to, or someone has the power to put you on live YouTube channels without your permission? Like that seems weird that, that, that we would allow that to happen. That person has a right to not be live on TV. It's different if you're recording somebody, but this is live to, to the world instantly. So it feels weird that people feel like they have the right to do, I have a right to put you on TV live. No, you don't really, I don't think. Yeah, I think they do. So that's the problem. That's, here, the, is, that's what I mean. Like that's the problem. Territory. So, so it's been established, I think, that you can you can film police in, in performance of their duties, right? So the hence, that's public servant, though, not a, not, not a private citizen. So, right. So they're they're what they're doing is going after people who are in in their capacity working as a public servant at the DPW at City Hall, whatever. Right. So like right. this is like this is like taking something that's meant for the good and really pushing the boundaries, mm -hmm. you know, which. Yeah, which is interesting, and you know, but it's it's like too antagonistic. It's too provocative. It's it's not right in my mind. They're like looking for trouble, and yeah, I don't mean to defend. You know, there were some things said on there that shouldn't have been said, and I'm not defending that behavior. But I mean, my goodness, uh, this is this was not a good faith effort to be going about your business and to have been uh, victimized, which is kind of how it read, and it was it was really kind of they were the uh, aggressor in my view. So. But I, I think the problem is, Tom, that, that, you know, you can be filmed in public even as a private citizen if you're in a public space and if you're a public yeah. servant, yeah, I, apparently they can go in and do this. So they're pushing those boundaries they on did. purpose. But this is not like, you know, I don't know where these folks, if they're even uh, citizens of Melrose or where they're from. So, like, right. I'm just like, I'm watching this. I'm like, why would you take the meeting? Right. You yeah. know, like, like, yeah. like have a process that does the right thing and, uh, you know, but don't be driven by these, these guys. Yeah, I think, I think there's some fear involved in there because of the situation, because these people do have the power to make up a story that they want. Oh, I tried to call for a meeting and they wouldn't have a meeting. So there must mean there's something, they're hiding something. They're, so yeah. like directing the narrative, I think is a really slippery slope. And, and, there, and there was think, a tremendous amount of gaslighting as well during this. Thing. Yeah, um, so, oh, for sure. Um, so Tracy, uh, who's watching, asked uh, what happened in a quick happened? recap. Basically, some Internet trolls came to Melrose, were in, um, antagonizing some city hall staff. Uh, a staffer responded um, 
uh, with some un uh, unfortunate language and hurtful language and was on videotape. Um, then they live, went to yeah. city live and then they went to city hall to ask for recourse. Um, and then in my opinion, maybe our opinion further terrorized <laughs> more city staff. Um, well, right, know. right. There's a lot to say about that. Right. Like what was happening in that meeting anyway. So, yeah. uh, yeah, I, I think Tracy, we're also talking about like, we are getting this new reporter on the patch and the, and the importance of local news coverage and being, being able to see sort of all the facets of stories like this, you know, the weekly and others like can't keep up with what's happening. Uh, and I think, but I think it's really important. And I do think it's important that we, we slow down and, and, and give these things some time and attention. And so it's the knee jerkiness and the quick, so you trying to control the narrative or whatever, but like at a certain point, it's like, uh, excuse me, we're going to do our thing and we're going to run our city in a responsible way. And it doesn't need to be driven by yeah. whatever these yeah. folks. Yeah. Well, that was 20 minutes longer than we wanted to talk about. Yes. Okay. Yeah. All right. There's more news to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> uh, see, speaking of uh, 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 municipal work, our budget was approved for $95.26 million. So I'm um, curious and excited to see how that um, has an impact on us uh, over the coming year. Also, the radio factory down on Washington Street, um, where Marty's furniture used to be, they are now... Um, radio the, factory? Yeah, yeah that's... Cool. Uh, I don't know what that question. is. Uh, what is that's, that? Just what they call it. Who knows? No, but why, why is it called the radio factory? Yeah, they making radios over there. Did they used to make no? Because that was a stuff making noise. It was, uh, it was a rubber factory. rubber plant. I thought. Yeah, Converse shoes um, and all that. So the affordable housing lottery is open. I'm going to post the link. Um, there's an info session July 18th, which is coming cool. up soon. Um, and there will be 19 affordable apartments. Um, in the lofts that will be rented to households with income at or below 80% of the area of median income through this application. Nice. How maximum many apartments? household, Sorry. 19 apartments. Um, maximum household income limits are uh, 78,000 for one person, 89,000 for two people, 100,000 for three people, 111,000 for four people. So. All right. Cool. I was going to ask how many apartments are our total? And some 19 so, represents what percentage? Like 400. Yeah. All right. Lots. It's Sorry. a lot. They added a floor. They did, yeah. We covered um, that on the show. If you we were did, watching. we were live. At, we were at the meeting. We were at the meeting together when they pitched it. Anyway, that's another, that's another time. Um, also, I read. Thank goodness for this paper. Um, the boys and girl club. The boys and girls club um, is having a summer of wellness, which looks really cool. Uh, weekdays from eleven ten to eleven a.m. at the Roosevelt School from July eleventh through August twelfth. Um, there's like an activity every day, like during the week. Also, you can get a free healthy meal weekdays from 1130 to 1230 at the Highlands uh, station. So they give you, the menu is up, the tea station, yep, or the commuter rail. Um, here is the link to like the activities and the menu. Um, wow. So, That's cool. Yes. Um, and then in two days, dun, 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 at the farmer's market, who yes. was like, the best organization to partner with, I have to say. Um, they are partnering with Broken Leg Productions to host the Ogre Olympics. It's yes. a promotional event, which is coming up. So this Thursday from three to six, um, just come on down. There will be- is, is Cornhole part of this? 
cornhole is not part uh, of maybe it, it could be in the future i'm foreshadowing yeah. our special guest is coming i know out I right. think if, we, if we win the tourney we can take the cornhole with us for a little bit i read. nice um there will be um slime making sack races pin the tail on a donkey obviously nah, naturally um There'll be a game that's kind of like hot potato, but we're using an onion because Shrek eats onions. He's multi-layered like an onion. Um, tattoos and ogre ears will be gifted to those who... Permanent or temporary tattoos? Uh, <laughs> depends on how, how much you wash. <laughs> <Okay>. um, <laughs> um, and then if you could buy your tickets to the show there and we will give you some ogre ears. So, nice. Uh, it's going to be amazing. And Shrek, nice. you guys, can you please just be in town for one of these shows this summer? July 29 and Probably. Is that are those weekends? Yes. I will right. not be here July 29. Sorry about that. I'll be away. Yeah. Um, I'll live stream it for you. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> It'll be like Rochelle, Rochelle. Yeah. Um, but there's a link to the tickets um, for the shows. So Yeah, it's a great show. <sighs> You would just keep going or somebody else? Yeah. Pick it up? Yeah. Go, yeah, go ahead. Gonna, we got to get to our guests. I know. I know. Yeah. I know. I know. Keep uh, it going. Keep it going. You're on a roll, Sam. You're, you're doing great. <laughs> um, on all right, Thursday. So Thursday, July 15th. Which well, yeah, Friday's right. the 15th. Yeah. It is. Oh, OK. It's the 14th. That yeah. was me. Typo. Human error. <laughs> human error. Uh, Dude, why don't you just read it straight out of the paper? I know. You also on July 14th from 5 to 8 p.m. at the Milano Center on Foster Street, um, you can meet with uh, the police chief will be there, some other representation from the police department, and our mental health clinician, Tony Cochran. Um, yes. And nice. Tony has been hired joint. Uh, uh, they are the joint uh, jail and arrest diversion program person for Melrose and Stoneham. So yeah. um, that'd be wow. kind of cool to see. Yeah. What's up? And then there's a, a golf tourney. This is our transition to our, our new friend. Friends of Melrose football is having a golf tournament um, on July 22nd at Mount Hood at 1 p.m. So. And there's a link in there coming up right, right now. Cool. All right. Yeah. Now we have yeah. to get to our special guest, Mark Speaking Hall. of difficult sports. <laughs> hey, Mark Hall is here joining us. Thank you. Hey. How are you, folks? Thank you for having me. Thanks for coming. Sorry this took so long. Remember we said we weren't going to talk we about it for long? Life's <laughs> too short and the show was too awesome. So I, who cares? Uh, yeah, uh, that's the next t-shirt. I love it. All right. I like it. I like it. Mark Life Hall the uh, from, the, awesome. from the Knights of Columbus. He was a longtime Melrosian, uh, retired firefighter. And I think you've, you've also served in the armed forces as well. Is that correct? Yes, Tom. And now I know you from the Knights of Columbus. I've been hanging out down there because it's just spawned so many like awesome programs. Um, the open mic night every Thursday night. And I'm sorry to say I just missed the comedy show that was this last weekend. So once a month, there's a comedy show. There's all kinds of things happening when the mayor had the block party. BT's barbecue was down there and the whole place was opened up. And uh, Mark Hall is the mastermind. I think the driving force behind a lot of this making awesome. this happen. It's become kind of a real uh, community center and uh, I've been learning about that. I joined the Knights of Columbus and as I found out about all the community ends of this, including like all the things that I have always known about around town, but I didn't know kind of how it worked and, and, uh, and what was behind it. So um, Mark, welcome to the show. And I think you're here to tell us about some of the latest uh, things you're cooking up, right? Yeah, no, Tom, really. Thank you for having us um, and, and allowing me to represent the Knights of Columbus today. 
Um, you know, we are a, a charitable organization, a, a 501c8 nonprofit, and we understand the importance of charity um, along with unity and patriotism, but most importantly, you know, community and how we can accomplish great things together. And that's, you know, what the Knights is about. And, you know, we want to just give back to that community and recognize the less fortunate that need our help. And we need to appreciate what we have on a daily, daily basis. Amazing. So you have the uh, cornhole tournament coming up uh, that will benefit. um, Is it the bread of life? Is that correct? Yeah, so we'll be um, donating all the proceeds to the Bread of Life, My Brother's Table, the Hometown Heroes. Um, that's an event that we just started organizing within the last two years, um, especially what we've gone through post-pandemic. Uh, post <clears throat> so we need to recognize them as well. But we do give to a bunch of local charities, and the Cornhole Fundraising Tournament is going to be a six-month-long fundraising charity. Every last Wednesday of the month, starting September till February, and then all tournament champions will play in the February. All the champions will play in the tournament of champions in February. Tournament of champions. Yes. So much pressure. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think I think LTMM. We have four people. I think LTMM needs a needs a team. The tournament of champions. <laughs> I want to be in that. Yes, then you need to come down and, and, and register for the Cornhole Fundraiser. All right, how's this work? Because everything you do is uh, is awesome. So, like, what's the – you were trying to explain this to me, and I wasn't quite getting it, but it's uh, – so six months, but you've got, I think, the chamber involved. You've got these charities you're going to service. Yeah. There's going to be custom cornhole boards or whatever they're called made. Uh, it's just round-the-clock activity and fun. Like, how's it all work? You're on the right track, brother. So this is what we're doing. We are trying to provide great exposure for all the Melrose businesses. So we've partnered up with the Chamber of Commerce and our lovely Stephanie Nelson, who was the executive director over there. She does great work, and man, is she energetic? Yeah. I mean, oh my God. Hey, are you guys? Are you are you a member? Uh, so I just joined the Mel the, oh. the Chamber of Commerce for the Knights on behalf of the Knights. Nice. Um, so and. She's one of the uh, sponsors of the fundraiser, so they'll be getting some custom cornhole boards. Our own BT's Barbecue. Right? He is right. unbelievable. He's got some custom boards. So everybody's getting involved. And the great thing about this is if they donate $625, they get their own custom boards, two boards, eight bags with their custom logo, as well as a carry bag. And at the end of the tournament, we're going to give them back to all the local businesses so they can put them out on Main Street during Porch Fest, Summer Stroll, Victorian Fair, and let the citizens play some cornhole all the way up and down Main Street from north to south. Brilliant. Let the citizens play some cornhole. Yeah. Let freedom ring. Yeah. So, so uh, how many are, are there to be sponsored? Like what's the setup? Is there, you know what I mean? So using, so you say in September to February, so you're going to use the, the hall downstairs. Yeah. So the Knights of Columbus, you know, has a hall that yeah. is for rent. Uh, you can contact us at any time and utilize it for large functions. It's equipped with a bar, uh, jukebox, but for these tournaments, we're going to be um, doing it downstairs. We will have food provided for, most of those tournaments by BT Barbecue. So you can come down, purchase, have a couple of beverages on site, play cornhole, have some live entertainment from local talent. Um, some 
people from the Melrose Open Mic Night might be there, Tom. So you can get on the guitar and strum. All right. All right. Yes. So how how many are going to be lined up? So like you know, is it is it one uh, one set of uh, things and everybody watches, or are they like four or five going at a time? Like how how's it work? So this is what we'll do. We're going to have three different lanes. We're going to have a men's single, women's single, and then a team lane. Uh, that can be co-ed, however you want to choose your partner. We're not going to restrict that. And then there'll be several other boards out there for spectators just to play as things are going along. It's a large hall. We have plenty of room, rain or shine, and it's just a great experience for all. And like so, I said, so Needs are going to great charities. Here's the thing I got to know, right? And probably a lot of people. What's the ceiling height? I got a high arc on my shot, Mark. Like, what's the ceiling <laughs> height down there? Listen, unless you were field artillery and you got a high <laughs> azimuth and trajectory, you don't have to worry about it. All right. <laughs> we got uh, a, they're 25 plus. They're good. All right. Cool. So Tom Shampoo and I were on a team. I was uh, just going to tell the story, Sam, because it's, uh, it's a fond memory of mine. Was that 4th of July last year? I remember fire. I remember last sparklers. Summer. Yeah. Last summer. Okay. I guess it was sparklers. Um, and we destroyed, yeah. destroyed. Like, we didn't even need other people playing. It we, was that We good. destroyed all the drunk people who didn't care so much about the game. It was easy. I couldn't believe that. You may make the tournament of champions. Well, I don't. So my thing Ooh. is, I don't know if we could quite recreate the mixture oh, absolutely we can elements that. absolutely because i'm terrible well there is a bar attempt. there there is a bar there that's right <laughs> but mark we were so good we didn't even need to play with other people it was just awesome to watch us recreate the magic sam you know i can see the team dynamic right here so i mean it's, it's all <laughs> Now, don't forget, those were like eight or ten feet apart, right? Wait, what's the real distance <laughs> that these are apart? Is it supposed to be more than ten feet? They're 27 feet apart. What? Ah! Oh, All right. Okay. Oh, we're uh, doing regulation cornhole for this tournament. Oh, of course. Yeah, the real deal. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. Well, we'll practice. Well, that's to be exciting. And so, again, it's once a month at the end of the month, you said you'll do this? On Wednesday? Yes, starting September. It'll be the yeah. last Wednesday of every month right up through February. So well, we have fun. to at least come and spectate because it would be a lot of fun to go watch that and, and just hang Tuesday. around. Yeah. Well, it, and thank you for you know keeping Tuesday night free for people to watch this show live. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we try. Everybody host, be down yeah, there. We host the Melrose Runners Club on Tuesday night upstairs in our other function facility. Right. Oh. That's right. So we we offer two, and you know we try to donate the space to some of the local local um, venues. You know for their for their sponsorship of the city. So yeah. yeah. So just a quick observation, I'm sorry, uh, but just a quick observation. This is the kind of stuff we talk about on the show a lot, which is the strength of the community. And this is certainly an example of not just you, but the organization wanting to be there for its community and for, and for people to come down, connect with each other, spend time together and make their evening or their month or their year a little bit better in some way. So really thanks for all of that, that all, all that you guys do to make that happen. Oh, we thank you. And, and like I said, it's it's not me. It is. It's the organization. we got a bunch of brothers down there that chip in and donate their time. Um, and without them, just like the community, without each other, we couldn't make it happen. Yeah. Right? We're all in this together. It's not you and me, just him or her. It's us. Yeah. And that's what it's about. And right. we need to recognize that. Um, can you confirm or deny that I now have to call Tom Sir Tom Catalini? <laughs> well, hear ye, hear ye. Come to a night's duel because it's possible. 
Sir Tom Catalini could be in the Tournament of Champions. That's right. <laughs> Anything's yeah. possible. That's right. Well, I'm going to check the ceiling height, and I'll, I'll let you know. Uh, but I got to I got to go down and throw a few beans before I uh, before I decide. But uh, so the other thing is, so I, Tom Shampoo, I think you make a great point, and I love these things that are participatory. Like yeah. you know, you can drop off some food or some money, and that's all awesome. Uh, but it is nice when it's kind of a community gathering thing, and that's what's been happening down there. Is the uh, the open mic, the comedy shows, and all of that? It's just it, you know, it's. It's just been amazing to me. That's like, this is right in Melrose. I can walk there. It's a lot of fun. And then as I've been learning more about the Knights, while we have you, Mark, like I didn't realize, you know, like the Tom Petty concert and the Beatles concert, like that's the Knights are behind all of that. Yeah, right. That's what I said. That's uh, that's brother Mike DePiro. He takes care of all that stuff and organizes that fundraiser for the last several years. And I'll tell you, he is an amazing contributor back to the community as well as his parish. And, um, you know, and we have many men like him, like brother Matt Finicos, part of the Melrose Comedy Club. He organizes mm-hmm. all that. Yeah. You know, you guys just miss Dave Russo making a surprise appearance because he loves it down there so much. Oh. And, uh, and we do a lot of those Route One guys. You know, we got a concert coming up October 15th by the Undercover Band. Um, so you got to get tickets for that. That'll be on Eventbrite. And then we got a bunch of other things going on. Summer Stroll, Porch Fest, Victorian Fair. So we're going to be active. You're going to see the Knights of Columbus out there spreading the charity and, and, and inviting the community to recognize those charities and, and give back. Fantastic. It's good stuff. There you have it. Well, we can't thank you for having us. Enough. Yeah, well, we hope the LTMM effect brings it to the next level and just keep just keeps it rolling. Absolutely. Just keeps it keeps it rolling. So yeah, was well, thank you so much for coming on, Mark, and and uh, giving us the update and the inside scoop. And uh, sounds like we're going to have to have you back for some more updates in the future. Right. Thank you very much. I look forward to that opportunity. And we'll have you back when Tom gets his gold medal for the champion of champions. That's Sir Tom, correct? So, I'm sorry. Yeah, sir yeah. Tom. you know what? So uh, after, whatever the show is after last Wednesday in February, just clear that whatever we have booked because it's going to be all about the it's tournament. All about yeah. the tournament. I'll tell, I'll tell the staff <laughs> to do that. We're usually booked out well in advance. <laughs> As you can tell, pre-show. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. All right. All right. Awesome. All right. Well, so, uh, did we tell Mark about the dancing off at the end? You know about know. that, I right? Yeah, I know. He's ready. He's ready. Yeah, he to go. He's a fan. Show. He watches the show every week. Dance on over to 23 West Foster Street, Melrose Knights of Columbus. Show your support, and we'll take care of Melrose as we talk Melrose. Nice. Yeah. Why? Wow, that's the way to close the show. Yeah, that's wow. the way to close it. With I'm that, inspired. <laughs> we'll see you around town. Whoa.